back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Last time I checked, it is still March, and things are still chaotic. March Mayhem returns here on uh, on a Thursday as we get to Sweet 16 action. Still going to have to wait if you hate Creighton uh, to cheer against them tomorrow. Or if you cheer for them, well, you know, still not going to have to wait till tomorrow. Uh, but there are some great matchups tonight. Uh, and uh, so we'll go through some of these as, as we get things going here. I'm Jake Bachman, Austin Orman in here with me. Nick Sanert jumping in on the crossover uh, and guys, let's start with FAU and Tennessee. Uh, I know FAU uh, had to take down the 16th seed to get to the Sweet 16. Um, very, very interesting because they've only lost three games this year. So, I mean, they're used to going into these games and winning them. Uh, John Neal Davis, one of you know their leading, their best player, uh, did something as far as uh, putting stats up uh, against uh, FDU that hadn't been done in in NCAA tournament quite yet. Um, I don't know if that counts. Because there's a 16 seed, I think it does. Because it was in the in the, in the second round, I think it still counts. Uh, you guys still expect Tennessee to get the win tonight? Yes. No, Austin, don't do this. <laughs> don't do this. Tennessee's defense is really good. Tennessee should win if FAU can a get out in transition. Yep. B knock down threes. That's all they need to do. It's the same script UMBC needed to beat Virginia. Oh, oh yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, that's what FAU does. If they they're they're a good enough defensive rebounding team, if they can limit Tennessee to eight or fewer offensive rebounds, FAU wins the game. Okay, that's that's interesting. See, so I picked FAU to beat Memphis. So I was riding with the okay, Owls for yeah, a little you're, bit. You're an Owls guy. But now, no, Tennessee is too tough of a match. Yeah. Tennessee was really good early on in the season. Uh, yeah. Not as good down the stretch. So uh, we'll see if they've corrected things there. Uh, on the other end of that East bracket tonight, Kansas State and Michigan State. Yeah, that's going um, to be a good game uh, in and of itself. Do you guys, I mean, where are we with Big Ten basketball? Does, does Michigan State need to win, or do we already understand the Big Ten's n- they just not. It's a good conference as far as competitiveness, but just not one of the top conferences in the nation right now. It doesn't really help or hurt the Big Ten, I don't think, because we already expect Michigan State to do Michigan State things. Yeah, it's not surprising that they're in the Sweet Sixteen. It's just not. So to me, it's just gravy for them because they're overplaying their seed Every at this point, year. like they do. Um, for Kansas State, though, this is a big moment for Jerome Tang. Oh, yeah. Scott Drew's assistant at Baylor for a long time, right-hand man, proven he can coach some basketball, proven he can recruit. Now, now, so here's here's what's interesting. with When we look around college basketball and we see Notre Dame paid a hefty price and committed to Micah Shrewsbury. Makes me sad. Me too, because he's out of the Big Ten. Makes you happy for Micah Shrewsbury. Well, here, makes me sad because of our prediction earlier in the week. Oh, yeah, yeah. So here we are, though, with Kansas State, I don't want to say that they caught a break that they're in the Sweet 16 because obviously you want to be in the Sweet 16, but they caught a break because Jerome Tang, there's not a good enough job out there to lure him away from Kansas State, right? right and now, and yeah. I sure. mean, he sure. is, he is, in my eyes, the national coach of the year. 
Yeah. Well, and it's interesting yeah. that Naismith, uh, Coach of the Year finalist, <laughs> comes down to Jerome Tang and Kelvin Sampson, yeah. who, are, who are in the tournament, but also Matt Painter mm-hmm. uh, Whoops. and Shaka Smart. Uh, so probably, you know, I know it's a regular season award, but... Uh, and I, I love I love Shaka Smart, and, and folks know I like Marquette. That they, that's who I had picked pick to win it. But you got to admit, the job that Jerome Tang has done, yeah. they lost... They're one of their best players in Nigel Pack do only because of NIL. Right. That was mm-hmm. literally the only reason mm-hmm. Nigel Pack left. And in, in a state where you've been overshadowed by Kansas basketball for years and years and years. And Wichita Bruce, State basketball. Yeah, and Wichita yeah. State for, for a while. Bruce Weber was there, tried to get it. He, he got like to where they had a competitive-ish team, but never to this level. And now, in first year for Jerome, right? It's his first yeah. mm-hmm. first year for Jerome mm-hmm. Tang. You lead him to the Sweet Sixteen, and you're a three seed. Like they are supposed to be here. They are playing like their seed. They beat a, mm-hmm. a, a blue blood in Kentucky and Coach Calipari, where you forced Calipari because of how well you played to call one of your guys the little boy or whatever, little buddy, <laughs> little or whatever, man, little man, whatever it is. I mean, you. As, that's why he's my. That's why he's my coach of the year. Is because. I found myself gravitated to watch more Kansas State games than Kansas games this year. Hmm. Yeah, that will that will be a good one, um, and 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 we'll see. I don't even know who who to cheer for in that because I usually cheer for the Big Ten, uh, but it is it is fun to see what's going down there at Kansas State. Uh, also, and, oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, Buck. I mean, Corey and Lincoln says that that K State's done a, a great job of hiring coaches over the last 15, 20 years. I mean, just look at the last five. Oh, this is the last Kleiman. two major hires. Yeah, Chris Kleiman and, and Jerome Tang now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've worked out. They've they've resulted in, in a Big 12 title in football and now a Sweet 16 appearance, and I actually think they win tonight as well. Gene Taylor, good AD. Yeah, really good. Uh, also tonight, Arkansas and UConn. UConn is uh, number 10 in the nation, but only got a four seed, so they've been doing well. Arkansas has two... Probably lottery picks on the team. It's not even their their best team. So uh, don't shoot the ball particularly well from three. Uh, but that game should be interesting too. Uh, one to one to look out for. And then Gonzaga and UCLA. It is 17 year anniversary of Gonzaga and UCLA meeting up in the Sweet 16. And Adam Morrison famously <laughs> crying on the court. I was looking at that UCLA team. It, it still shocks me how how many guys because I was just watching the replay of that. That, uh, that 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 moment, and I was like, "Hey, there's Darren Collison. Hey, there's <laughs> Ryan Hollins. Hey, there's Aaron Aflalo. Hey, there's Luke Mbamu. I mean, they Aaron were just Aflalo. they were loaded. Oh, my though. goodness, he could he could hit some shots from the perimeter. Oh man. yeah, he, yeah, he, he was, was good. He was one of your he was one of those guys you drafted real late in the NBA 2K draft.